0: You are listening to the Port Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie, and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Port Pals Podcast. As usual, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Donna Marie. How are we, Donna Marie?
1: Aloha. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Good. How
0: has your week been since we last spoke to the listener?
1: It's all right.
0: Come on, tell us about your fourth world problems, Donna Marie. The listener is dying to know.
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. We're going to saying that, you know. Okay, fourth world problems. I know I'm whinging and moaning, but I'm getting my, I'm getting a bit of work done in the house, and it's really annoying me. It's like annoying me. I can't get comfortable in my own home, so I'm just waiting for it to be over force of world problems i know and it doesn't help that it's fucking freezing in this country like it's freezing
0: it's baltic it really is cold it was minus three when i was getting into the car this morning like that is damn cold for ireland i can't i
1: can't hack the cold like i just i can handle all i can't now because i'm like i'll be mounting next week when it's windy but there was an awful wind chill out there this morning Yeah, there was.
0: No, there was, in fairness. And I'm sure some of our listeners in New York are probably going, minus three. Ah, we'd be (laughs) getting shorts in that weather. But you have to realise Ireland is a very damp and wet country, and it's not the same kind of colds that we get here. It's a very different cold.
1: So damp that it gets in on your bones it's like oh i'm, I'm ready for spring yeah. i saw some daffodils yeah. sprouting out the other day at the roundabout there in the entrance to the estate yeah. and i was like too
0: early i'll be dead in a week too i
1: do it's a sign that the spring is coming like
0: yeah i'm looking forward to spring because once spring comes you know what that means holidays Summer. just around the
1: corner Yeah, i'm so excited i keep daydreaming about them but um Yeah, other than that, I've like just sick. The sickness is rippling through this house. Like they're dropping like flies. I'm not dropping like a fly. I'm not allowed to drop. So, (laughs) but that's
0: going to happen though. Like you have three kids in school, you have a husband that works in a very highly populated workplace, has a lot of interaction with people. Like these things, if there's anything out there, it's going to be in your house.
1: Yeah, and it is him that brings it home. But yeah, so I've got a sick husband and a sick child this week. I had a sick child last week, so slowly doing the fucking working its way through the house. But sure, look, we get on with it. We get on with it. Uh,
0: so let's get down to this week's Below Deck Med. Um, I think while we're on the subject of first world problems, let's talk about the poor old guests. Horse world problems. You book a Mediterranean cruise on a super yacht and you don't get to leave the dock.
1: I would have felt more sorry for them if it wasn't for that fucking Egypt Doctor
0: Dr. neurosurgeon asshole.
1: Yeah. Like, he he fucking prick. hates his life. He hates his wife for a start. He hates his life. He just You could just see it. It's oozing now of him. He's miserable.
0: Oh, he's totally miserable. Something tells me the wife is having an affair on him. Or at least, if not having an affair, is certainly uh, plays away from home on a regular basis.
1: I felt awkward listening to them across the dinner table, so I can only imagine how the actual other guests must have, must have felt like.
0: But there's nothing as bad as being in the company of a couple that everybody at the table knows hate each other. With a passion, it's so yeah. awkward,
1: and then your mind starts running with you. You're like, imagine they were having an affair with each other and all that. Like, she's probably banging your mom's sitting beside her.
0: Yeah, he's accusing her of looking at guys with no tops on, and the, the primary sitting there, slowly shuffling side to side in the seat, looking very uncomfortable.
1: And then when she was playing the game, I mean, that ass was out.
0: Oh, yeah. She was not shy. Well, in fairness, look, if I didn't ask like that, I'd probably have it out too.
1: Listen, you could see what she had for breakfast.
0: Well, it was blurred, thankfully.
1: (laughs) I'm like, I I could I could just sit in there saying to myself now, she's somewhere watching herself on TV and has to look at that. But I would say she is fucking mortified.
0: Now, for a while, you could see she had some sort of a thong on. But obviously, it was a bit of string because.
1: This is why I wear Bridget Jones.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was obviously a bit of string because it was obviously, you know, it was obviously wasn't covering a whole pile.
1: No. Listen, I just don't understand how people are comfortable in thongs and things like that.
0: Well, there was a point in your life, pal, where you wore thongs. It was before kids and it was before marriage, but at some point in your life, yeah. you did happily wear tongs because they suited you.
1: I'm a member of the Bridge Jones Brigade now.
0: Like most women of your age. Like, I mean, you're in your 40s now, pal.
1: You age shaming me?
0: No, I'm underwear shaming
1: you. <laughs> Pretty sure that guest was older than me, like, and she's still rocking a tongue. Maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> here listen
0: I we have a I discussion
1: won't. I'd be the type I'd be walking around all day picking it out my ears.
0: <laughs> look it's like everything in life there comes a point where you choose comfort over style
1: and well I tell you who does not choose comfort over style is Kyle did you see his fucking tongue <laughs> I was like what how I how like is there a little like separate pouch for the testicles like how i'm like i'm assuming it's designed completely different to a woman's oh yeah i mean
0: there's a big pouch in the front like i mean i've never it's a long time since i've seen one but it's it's a pouch in the front where you're supposed to you know sort of get all the, the, the meat and two veg into the into the pouch and took it away safely. But it's just not, why? I, I, I don't get it for a man. Like, I mean, I can understand why females wear tongs. Usually they're wearing figure-hugging dresses, tight pants. They don't want the VPL. Men That's don't usually true. have that problem.
1: He's just into his thongs, isn't
0: he? Yeah, because, like, I mean, I would be the same as you. If I had something stuck up there all day, I would spend the whole day picking it out.
1: I'd be picking it out, like, I'd be a holy show. Like, I'm not even and great with dirt.
0: And at the end of the night, I'd be sitting there with a huge tub of pseudocream and <laughs> white all <laughs> over my hands,
1: smearing
0: it because I'm after getting rubbed in places I didn't know you could get rubbed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> past the pseudo cream. Yeah.
0: Like seriously. And if you've never used pseudo cream, well, check it out because it's an absolute fucking lifesaver. <laughs> I
1: I'm pretty sure I saw a soda cream on the shelf when I was in Walgreens when I was in New York, and I was like, oh my god, they have pseudo cream here.
0: Yeah.
1: I soda mean pseudo cream. cream and fl- and flat seven or past seven up are hot spray.
0: Fan. It cures most things
1: It cures everything
0: Yeah and the pseudocreme is an Irish
1: product Manufactured in Ireland And it's actually called pseudocreme But we just call it pseudocreme
0: <laughs> Yeah because we didn't know When it came out we didn't know what creme was Creme was <laughs> Creme just meant the man Creme on the thing just meant the guy making the label Was dyslexic
1: That was all
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's you know. what it meant to us I know well, back to the episode. So, look, nothing major happened, but lots of little things happened, didn't it? Yeah, there was
0: a lot of little things. Like, Luca was still, you know, playing his game. He was
1: texting. He's
0: texting Natalia. Luca had
1: upped his game this week.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Luca, he
1: has upped his game.
0: Luca's in full flight, absolute full flight.
1: And he's entering the zero fucks mode. He, he doesn't oh yeah, give he a doesn't shit. He's like because last he's,
0: day, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, like what's going to happen? He can shit on his own doorstep now and he's walking away from the house. He's leaving.
1: What, what I don't understand is why he's invited Jessica to Cannes. Like, why? If he doesn't give a fuck.
0: Do you reckon maybe he regrets that decision now?
1: I don't know. Or do you think but he's just keeping his
0: just options open? A travelling fuck buddy. Do you know what I mean? It's like he's 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 got his backups. And if it all goes tits up, like she could pull out at the last minute. She could go. If it goes tits up, Luca's not gonna hang around. He's just gonna move on. Like I mean, it's not like he's dragging her halfway around the world. He's dragging her two well, hours up the road. I'll by the
1: looks of our next week now. She does tell him to fuck off.
0: Well, yeah. Look, in fairness, there's a whole lot. Next week's next week's episode looks like it's going to create some serious shit, which is a shame because it's the last week. And
1: but she seems to go into instead of you know getting upset and crying about it, she seems to go into the anything you can do, I can do better mode. Look,
0: she's been questioning it now for the last couple of weeks. She seriously questioned it in this week's episode. Like she said it to Jess, what the hell am I doing going to, going to Cannes with this guy? She knows in her heart of hearts he's a player.
1: That yeah, the this red flags not... are, are presenting themselves. Oh, here,
0: listen. Like, I mean, he's not in the same bracket as a certain person from down under, but he's got way more red flags than that guy did.
1: Yeah, look, I just I don't know why I'm so forgiven of him. I just I don't know. Because I'd he's be, not I probably fall for him. I probably if I was younger and I was like in close proximity to him, I'd probably fall for all them uh, and I'd probably pick all them rad, f- red flags down the out of ground and fucked him in the bin.
0: <laughs> well look, people ch- people see what they want to see and they choose to ignore what they want to ignore. At the end of the day, Luca's likable. So that goes in his favor. An awful lot of fuck boys are assholes. Like, let's face yeah. it. Gary is probably a very good example. A lot of the time, he's just an asshole. Whereas Luca is the kind of opposite. He's a bit more, he's a bit more charming. He's a lot less sleazy. He's a lot fucking younger for a start. Um, and yeah. he's shooting in his own age range. He's just a young guy traveling the world having fun. And I think, you know. You have to appreciate that
1: fact. Well, he's going to have a lot of fun next week. But it's all going to end in tears.
0: But I can guarantee you, he won't be crying at the end of it. He'll probably just go, huh? And move on, shrug the shoulders, and on he goes. That bag will travel on to his next job. And that's that's the life of a travelling yachty footboy, you know?
1: Well, if somebody had said to me two weeks ago, how do you think Natalie is going to end up back? in front of the camera, my money would have been on Luca. I did not think Jack was going to come in with that big-ass wooden spoon of his.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, let's store some shit. <laughs> I love Jack, man. I absolutely love him. Store that pocket. Absolutely yes. store that shit out of, of it. Like, I know he's a chef, but, man, he stored he stored more pots out of the kitchen than he has in the kitchen at this stage. But... Him
1: and Lily just... Don't give a fuck, they're just there for fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're not into any massive big dramas. They're not causing them and all that. But I just love the way Jack is like, Do you know what? Fuck it. One little pot store.
0: <laughs> yeah. We love listen, we love, we love the pot store. We absolutely love the pot store. Just take the hand grenade, pull out the pin, lob it in, and see what the fuck happens. You know, and who you know cares?
1: What? This is just Jack's way because he wouldn't say it on camera, and you definitely wouldn't admit it in confessions. But this is just—I fucking can't stand that Kyle fella. So <laughs> here you go.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, trigger. It's it's definitely. How could how how can I upset this fucker? I know. I'll bring back his biggest trigger, and let's I bring
1: it on. Did you see the way he reacted and was triggered by Sandy just mentioning her name? Now,
0: I'm sorry, but that's a bunch of bullshit. I agree. That is some serious bullshit. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, he had his argument with her, but he gave as good as he got.
1: In the end. He has this, like, victim mentality. And he, I don't know, he comes up with this, his own narrative in, all of these situations, whereas what he's saying is not what anybody else saw.
0: No, not in any way, shape or form. The last major interaction they had was him, you were a fake-ass bitch from day one. Like, that was it. That was the last thing. But by when he came crawling into the bedroom because he thought things were going to go tits up and she was going to go to Sandy and he was going to end up getting fired.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't think it warranted him being triggered. I think, I mean... Look, if that was me, and I didn't like someone, and she left the boat, and Sandy said that, I just kind of like, oh, fuck off.
0: Well, listen, you're oh,
1: talking terrible. about like I'm so triggered.
0: Like, I mean, you're talking about a guy who had like the fakest faint of all time in any TV show ever. Like, mm. people fainted in the '60s on TV better than he did. You know when the, you know when women used to swim, they go ha, the hand to the head and the body yeah. go back, and it was somewhat believable. He was just, oh, oh, there's a couch there and I could get to it, but lying on the floor would be just way more dramatic. Oh, my
1: God, seriously. Very, very dramatic. I wonder, do like Bravo almost regret bringing him back?
0: No, because I think they probably see him as a good, you know, he's a good clash point. He's, to be fair.
1: what he is, because I feel like Okay, the start of it was a little bit of drama, but then we all just kind of got sick of him.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. I don't see... Like, you're on social a lot more than I am. Do you see any sort of support for Kyle?
1: No. I don't. I mean, I'm sure he has plenty of support on his page, but he blocked us, so we can't really see...
0: Like, whatever your other figure, like, be it a controversial figure, like, be be it a Lindsay... Be it um somebody like, oh, what's their friend's name from Real of Psy or um the other
1: one. Monica from Salt Lake.
0: Yeah, all these people, they all have their stance. They all have the people who think they're the best things sliced bread, and they stick up for them wholesale, mm. no matter what they do. Kyle does not have that. He's not that divisive of a figure. He's just not
1: liked yeah i feel like like i love a good villain i do love a good villain like monica in salt lake city like i think that was like tv gold yeah i love a good villain but i don't get villain vibes off of kyle i just get toxic yes yeah yeah you know, we've seen
0: these people. We've seen these people before. We've seen these people in different crews, and they rarely last more than one season. Kyle has managed to drag himself back for a second season. I think Sandy regrets him coming back.
1: I would put money on it being Kyle's last ever season. I'd actually put money on that.
0: Oh, I don't think we'll ever I see him. On, I don't. I don't think we'll ever see him on Bravo again. Because no. there's no appeal for him. There's no appeal. He doesn't have any redeeming features as a character.
1: Yeah, I and I'd be happy. I don't want to see him again. Like, he just annoys me. I'd rather he went back into his bed now with his headache and just stayed there.
0: Like, from this year's crew, who I'd like to see back? Lara. Uh, We need, like, so, so much more Lara. We need Lara, like, on every season of Below Deck Everywhere. Because Lara is just unreal. We need more Lily. Yeah. She's fun. Yes. She is fun. We could do with some
1: more Jack. Love Jack.
0: Oh, I hate to say it, but I think he brings enough to warrant been seen again. Like Luca is a given. I, I, I'd have Luca any day, but Max, yeah, I'm I'd not like even a big Max. Max fan, but I think Max does enough to be liked and disliked at the same time and just be a yeah. good character in the show.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see Max. Uh, I'd like to see Jack, Lily, Luca. I could leave her, I could take her leave, Luca.
0: Yeah, he he's good because he does bring that sort of, he's going to bring that romantic drama.
1: Yeah, but that's all you're going to get out of him.
0: But that's like, I mean, yeah, but that's what the bosun always does. What else does the bosun ever bring but romantic drama? You go through all the bosuns we've ever watched on all the Below decks, what if they ever bring only romantic drama? Gary Romantic drama, Eddie. His best points bar his little slip up that one season where he didn't sort out that problem. Every all the other drama around him was female centered.
1: I loved Eddie. I'd love to see him back.
0: I liked Eddie too. Eddie just made a Eddie just made a big mistake by Massive. not by not treating that complaint yeah the way it deserved to be treated. Um, look, we all have our own opinions on what happened in that season, but Eddie didn't handle it right from an yeah. from a manager's perspective. Purely yeah. a manager's play. Eddie Eddie handled it wrong. Sorry, Eddie. There's no job would keep you on. So you ain't gonna stay. You, you'd have been sacked from most jobs for that.
1: Yeah, I wonder will he ever get ass back. I mean, I've seen people in the housewives get called back for a fucking worse, like doing worse and they still get a second chance. Unfortunately, I think the problem with Eddie
0: is with the housewives and stuff. They're just, they're just characters on the screen living their lives. Whereas Eddie was in a position of responsibility. He had a duty of care to that staff member that made a complaint and he brushed it off and you just can't do that. And I don't think from an employer's perspective, from, you know, from like this, there's so much shit around that kind of stuff these days. You just can't take a chance.
1: True. True. But yeah, so I don't know, like, I suppose it's, it's the good thing about below deck, but it's also sometimes I'm like, oh God, because you never really see a lot of the same people again. Do you know that kind of way? But I think we really that's just to rotate cast members. like.
0: Yeah. But I think that's probably very reflective of the industry as a whole.
1: Yeah. Every now and again, one comes along that sticks. And I feel like it's been a while since we've had a chef that has stuck. So maybe Jack is the one. Although he probably fucking if you ask Jack tomorrow, would he do another episode? He'd probably say me bollocks, would I?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think we see Jack on our screens again. Um, after this something tells me Jack is finito but yes the chefs just don't stick the chef like Ben Ben was obviously the exception yeah Um, Rachel did three seasons in total she was brilliant Rachel was very good but like that slightly older people like Ben was a little bit older bit more experienced Rachel, a little yeah. bit older, a bit more experienced. I think they were at different points in their career than a lot of these more recent chefs.
1: Yeah, there's some that I'd love to see back. Like, I love yeah. Marco to come back for a start.
0: Yeah, but Marco ain't getting back on a boat. Like he's got his restaurant in LA. Like he just moved on to bigger and better things. And um, Dave White's got his book out. He's doing quite well for himself um Serena's still traveling the world you know a lot of these these better chefs are they've just moved on
1: Bad yeah. i get quite attached to some of the cast members
0: But you do because you live like, look this is what we do this is this is why we they're good shows because we get involved we get embroiled in their our on-screen lives, we get involved with them on social media. You know, you you feel like you're, you know, you're part of their world and they're part of yours, and that's the whole beauty of reality TV. It's the drama without the drama.
1: Yeah, and saying that, give me two or three weeks. The new fucking season of Below Deck will be on, and I'd be like, love her. <laughs> love.
0: Yeah, like it's we all move on, like. How many times have you said, Oh, love for, love for, great character, or he's amazing, he's brilliant? Probably couldn't name them now. They're just, yeah. they've, they've gone, forgotten, moved on. True. You know, the only ones that stick are the big names or people we've had a lot of interaction with and, you know, sort of talked to outside of the show. But that's it. It's the, only re- it's the only people that stick in your mind.
1: we'll we'll see now, because like next week's the last episode. I wonder if we're going to get an old uh, reunion. I mean, there's no talk of it. There's There's no tweets gone out by Andy saying, send your questions in. No, no
0: talk at all of a reunion, which is kind of annoying because like at the end of the day, we really, really, really wanted a reunion to see like, get you the shit, but maybe people just aren't available, and maybe the right people just aren't available. Like, if Kyle and Natalia are not going to be able to be filmed together or be anywhere together or even talk on screen together, well, that cuts out a huge part of the show. True, and I don't
1: know how healthy a reunion would be them.
0: Yeah. See, this is the thing.
1: A lot of the time, the, the
0: the reunion, it's almost like a healing process for shows like The Housewives and Summer House and Winter for the next season. So they can, they can get it all aired out and then move on to the next season. Yeah. You air all your shit that's been seen and then you're ready to start filming the next season because you put it all to bed. You've aired your dirty laundry. You'll get into it with people, and then you move forward. Yeah, they
1: don't really need
0: to Ooh. do that as much with below deck. yeah
1: no, I'm still going to be sad to see him go. I like that. I'm. I be like, just when I'm getting like to know everyone, have me little favorites, getting in the swing with yeah. fucking episodes on. I'm like, hey, listen, yeah. no, I'm dying for next week's episode. Dying for it.
0: Yeah. But it's True. funny because th- this this season has been, we haven't been faced with the double episodes that we've been faced with in other shows. And yeah. We've just tore through like 15 episodes.
1: It's mad to think now that like we've got Below Deck, Next. And then it's like back to sailing, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and we've got Summer House. Like, we've got, oh, I think, Below Deck, I'm pretty sure, is February the 5th. And then yeah. we've got Summer House three weeks
1: later. Yeah, like, my favourites are coming on now. Like, I've got Vanderpump, Below Deck, Summer House. Like, I'm going to be knee-deep now in Bravo. Vanderpump
0: from. is the 31st of this month. Yes. Dying for it. Yeah, yeah we're, getting, like, we're getting back into the groove.
1: Back into the groove. Like, gosh, yeah, like it's coming up. It'll be nearly a year that we've been doing the podcast.
0: Speaking of which, next week, next week is officially our 50th episode. Oh, yes. So. So watch our social media this week because we will have a competition you will get a chance to win some poor pals merch so stick stay tuned to insta because it's going to be all done on instagram fuck musk and his twitter Um, i'll post the links on there but that's only because you know it's all about the gram competitions are going to be run there Keep an eye out if you want to grab yourself some Pork Pals merch. And, yeah, we turning 50 next week, baby.
1: Yeah, I might throw in a photo with myself for you as well.
0: Or oh <laughs> 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 right, else so I can just see our listenership have.
1: <laughs> oh, stop. But, yeah, like that's, I'm excited now. I'm, I'm living for next week's episode. That's going to be one of them now. Kids would be thrown out of the room. Kettle would be put on. Do not disturb on my phone. To en- Let me to sit en- and enjoy this. To enjoy it. Yeah. So to what else God. is happening? Verse? Do you know what? I couldn't even like, I couldn't even sit there and say I was watching this, I was watching that because I haven't, because the house is so manic. I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch Potomac. I have watched the reunion of Southern Charmed and oh my god. Olivia was calling Taylor. I see you next Tuesday and everything. Oh no,
0: that's not particularly nice. I know. A I rare know. term on America on US TV. They don't yeah. like
1: using it. I use it all the time, but um, but would
0: we use it as, as a throwaway remark. Like I mean, we said out a term people of this country, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: It is a term of endearment sometimes.
1: Yes, totally
0: is. Yeah.
1: Oh my the God. A bunch of
0: that. see you next Tuesdays. We just use it like it's
1: nothing. Yeah. I, I literally do. I'd be like, oh my God, I love that cunt. I absolutely love her. <laughs> oh, that's it. We're yeah.
0: going to cancel now. Donna used to be the
1: Tally used the It's a term of endearment. Yeah. Oh, so Irish people are weird. And I mean, endearment endearment, Kay is
0: the same. Our UK yeah. listeners will be nodding along with a scum. yeah, 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 we do that. We've heard that.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I watched that. The bombshell was that she was with Thomas Ravenel. I nearly got sick into Oh, me
0: That's that fucking politician, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. He must be like 60 at this stage. Like, he was pretty old in season one. And
1: he was absolutely... Horrible. Like he was a horrible human being. He's a and then you know, I was sitting there this week. Right. And I like, I know you don't watch it, right. But I was listening to Shep. Like, so Shep, like had said to Andy Cohen previous to, you know, filming the reunion that he wanted to address the cast. Like, so he's addressing the cast and he's kind of talking about BravoCon. we had no fucking clue. So Andy and Craig and all had to fill us in. And basically when he was at BravoCon, he was like blacked out. For the whole fucking weekend and made a holy show of himself has zero rem- like recollection of whatever he was up to, you know. So he said like a lot
0: of people and did stuff Be shouldn't yeah.
1: doing. like Craig and Austin. From what I could tell, don't even want much to do with him until he can pull his head out of his ass and sort his life out. But he went on and on and on about this. And I genuinely thought, you know, he's going to sit there and tell them that he's, you know. Maybe going into rehab or he's giving up the drink and he would have got all the sympathy in the world off me and his castmates. But he didn't. He's <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm not going to drink shorts anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to the beer. I'm like, oh. what the fuck? You can't sit there and admit that you have a serious problem with alcohol. But your remedy is to just cut out certain types of drink. I mean, Shep's an asshole. Like, he's a grade-A asshole.
0: Well, he was... Uh, like, I mean, as you say, I, I don't watch the show. I do know some of the cast characters. Obviously, I know Craig. I know Austin. And, and I watched some of the, like, first couple of seasons. To be honest, that Thomas dude kind of torn me off watching the show. And I couldn't get I past
1: it. I feel like it. Shep is, like you know, the new T rav I mean, he's he's middle aged. He has zero love for himself, zero respect for himself. So he cannot offer love and respect to anyone else. Well he but was like, also
0: wasn't he he was rumours. Do you remember that 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 blind item that went around about um a cast member from Southern Charm paying for dresses, for, I want to say females going to some ball at a university, I don't know if there was university, UNC ball or something along those lines, and that he'd pay for their dresses, but they had to stand in front of him naked.
1: Yeah, He's a fucking loser. Like, he's a loser. And he said it, like he said, you know, Craig has his pillows and Austin has his beers and all, and I have nothing and I'm sitting there going, exactly. He is a loser. He's still spending mommy and daddy's money like.
0: Yeah, like that's just sad. Like everyone else is making something of
1: themselves and making a life outside of it. And he's yeah. not like he's had nine years to, you know, develop something, carve some career out for himself off of the camera, like everybody else has done. But he like, just. I mean,
0: has- You look at the limited time Corey's had on TV. Now, I'm not the biggest Corey fan, and I think a lot of people aren't, but that guy's after putting a kick ass gym together. And I don't know whether you've seen the the pictures of it, but it looks absolutely savage.
1: Well, breaking news Sam was on a podcast that came out today and filled everybody in about her and Corey no longer being an item, which we kind of all guessed. We tried to guess that. So she dumped his ass two weeks after they recorded the reunion. reunion. And, yeah, so they kind of broke up before Christmas. A couple of weeks later, the reunion aired. But, like, I mean, we all kind of guessed it. We all could tell by her socials that
0: they were not. Yeah, her New Year's post, seven lock.
1: Hmm. Her New Year's yeah. post kind of said everything. I we said it here last week, didn't we, on the podcast, that we were pretty sure they weren't together anymore.
0: Well, look, we um, had, there was no sight of the two of them together, ever, on, on exactly. social, and there hadn't been for a long time.
1: I think she is better off without them.
0: Absolutely. Well, he was, look, he didn't really want to commit. He wanted to focus on his business, and... Like, at the end of the day, he was playing her for a fool. Like, all the stuff that went on in Winterhouse, instead of just coming in and saying, yeah, I'm with somebody, we're not 100% official, like, we're not boyfriend or girlfriend, technically, but I'm not seeing other people. I mean... Like, that's all it would have taken. Whereas he still
1: considered himself single. I just... Look, I just don't... I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't get that whole modern-day dating or the Americans version of dating it's like but that's
0: always been the way listen going back to whenever we we first started seeing American TV pal when we were growing up and we got this whole there was always that thing of Americans going steady and you know being official and well we're only dating which we just is alien to us
1: yeah it's like
0: you go on a date you're you're with them if you're having a second date your boyfriend and girlfriend and that's it
1: yeah, and on your the tour date, you're bringing them home to meet your Malik.
0: Yeah, and that's just the reality. Like, they make this big deal about oh, meeting the parents. The amount yeah. of fucking women that have met my parents over the years. Like, I mean, come I, on.
1: And if your mom makes them a dinner, that's it. You're getting married. To-
0: <laughs> oh, stop. Once, once, once your ma offers to make a dinner, that's it. Their feet are under the table.
1: Especially a Sunday roast.
0: <laughs> oh, here, listen. That's just fucking... Once your man starts making them dinners, that's it.
1: You're mm. done. I don't know. I think she'd be better off without him. And I'll be interested to see now if, you know, she's back on a show in Bravo. I don't know where she fit in now at this stage, but...
0: Yeah, you see, I, and I wonder, is, is that the reason that, like, they weren't back because things were so rocky, like, well, well, they, rocky they, they were rocky between them. Do you know what? It's funny because the timelines get all screwed up in my head about when things happened and when things didn't happen. Like, yeah. So, they recorded Winterhouse last February. March. March. Okay. So then things would have been rocky after that.
1: Yeah. So... They got
0: through until yes. like so they wouldn't have been yeah, so things might have been rocky by summer house. So maybe they didn't want to put them into summer house because they knew things were rocky.
1: No, I believe the reason he didn't go back to Summer House was because of the old tweets and things like that that resurfaced and he was liking certain things oh, on Yeah, the media that. True.
0: I keep forgetting yeah. that. The timeline screwing me up though, because like you're yeah. seeing shows and then they're recording them and then it's just... It's I'd say the amazing.
1: show airing is like just the straw that broke the camel's back.
0: Well, when you see everyone else's, you see it from a different angle. You see everything you didn't know happened from Sam's perspective. And you also see the public reaction. Yeah, And you can't help but think about it.
1: No, this is true. So, yeah, I mean, fair play to her. Rooting for you, Sam. Move on, Absolutely. girl. Absolutely,
0: look. I don't mind, Sam. I'm glad she's after being in him. She can do better. You know, get yourself sorted. She'll find someone else. And whether we see her back, I don't know. I think her connection to the house was tenuous anyway when she came in. I don't think it's going to be any, I don't think it's any stronger now having alienated people when she did go to the house. And after the reunion, I think that's probably the end of Sam.
1: Bye-bye, Sam.
0: Bye-bye, Sam.
1: And I think on that note,
0: we should say goodbye to the listener.
1: Bye-bye, listener.
0: And don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, if you're on there. Keep your eyes peeled for our 50th episode competition coming up in the next couple of days. And we will see you all next week for our very special 50th episode.
1: Yay! I can't believe have a, good
0: rest, have a good rest of the week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.